Hello and welcome back to Podcasting's Praxis. I'm David, my pronouns are he and him. I'm James, my pronouns are they and them. Uh, Jamie, he, him. Rob, he, him. <laughs> Alistair, he, him, slash gotta go fast. <laughs> yeah, speed run, let's go. <laughs> All right, oh, welcome dear, to the Green yeah. Hill Zone of podcasting. Yeah, we are just, two. Just and, oh. Clip right through these introductions and get on to the second stage. Yeah, uh, <laughs> three hours into the recording of a two-hour episode, so... Um, good for us. Uh, yeah, uh, it's the award show. It's part two. We're just going to pick up where we fucking left off. If you listen to this, you should have listened to the first part and you are owed nothing from us. So, uh, next award up is the Jerombly Crombly Award for Most Piss Boiled. First contester for the Most Piss Boiled this year is um, an old fan favourite, uh, Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Uh, specifically, uh, the vile for- anti Semite. yes Um, specifically uh, while on stage in uh, for a climate rally in Amsterdam um, said you know there is no climate justice without international solidarity which is you know undoubtedly a correct statement in literally every way uh, possible then of course uh, was then uh, some Dutch melt cunt like grabbed her mic uh, to say, I've come for a climate demonstration, not a political view, which is like oh, the most fucking leathered them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most liberal statement I've ever heard. It's just, <laughs> I've come here to let Boris know my dog can't go skiing this year. Um, <laughs> I, I expect you to keep politics out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. honestly, if any if anyone's ever in that situation and someone does that to you, hit them with your fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the ropes if you have them available. Um, afterwards, uh, you know, he he was swiftly sort of sort of yeah removed from the stage, um, and then rejoined the crowd in chanting, saying "No climate justice on occupied land," which again is incontrovertibly a true statement. And that, of course, proceeded to set like entire oceans and lakes of piss uh, in, <laughs> into thermonuclear fire because, um, yeah, she followed it swiftly up uh, with, with a Twitter post saying uh, solidarity with Palestine and Gaza. And that, of course, really fucking cooked everybody, including the official uh, Twitter account of the State of Israel, which posted in response. Oh, those fucking guys. Yeah, some real fucking poster energy they have, um, which posted posted up to say in the replies, Hamas doesn't use sustainable materials for their rockets. Oh, ho, ho, what a fucking oh. thigh slapper. Yeah, fucking cunt. Um, they, they, they didn't just stop there, by the way. Uh, later on, a uh, spokesman for the Israeli army uh, told Politico, whoever identifies with Greta Thunberg in, in any way in the future is, in my view, a terror supporter. So, you know, okay. just well, very fucking bad, normal Bad things. news for autistic people everywhere, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and people, you know, who generally don't want the fucking climate to incinerate, regardless of their views on Israel-Palestine. Yeah. Uh, it was, of course, then also, also followed up by um, the German branch of Fight for Future, which is basically, it's not her organization, but certainly one of the ones that she's one of the greatest leaders in. Um, and because the Germans have all gone collect- collectively completely fucking insane, came out the next day and said um, that Greta Thunberg 
doesn't represent their views. And I would then thoroughly like to hear what exactly Germany's Fight for Futures views are on this particular topic, because they must surely have been very well um, developed. Their views uh, are that they came here for a climate demonstration, not political views. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, did not stop, uh, you know, many of the other branches of uh, the Fridays for Future campaigns uh, being called radical. And then people lamented that they had become political. You know, again, Gasp. liberals are just the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. Just, you know, easily gullible little children or, you know, oh, I don't want politics involved in my claim. But what the fuck do you think it is, you absolute fucking loser? Um, and then, you know, caught the usual flack from all the usual suspects by saying that the outcome of the latest uh, climate negotiations um, in the United Arab Emirates, uh, led by the CEO of the state <laughs> oil company, were bullshit Those and fake. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and surprisingly, they were those. Those were fake and bullshit. Uh, and she said, as she said as much, which is good. So that's not what you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to fucking like look behind the curtain and tell everyone what's there. Come on, that's not how the game's played. <laughs> yeah, so that's my uh, my nominee for a dr the Drumly Crumbly Award for most piss boiled. Uh, I think a good a good entrant for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, right. My my entry is Hamas, um, which. <laughs> Like I'm just gonna fucking I'm just gonna. You can't say pretty... they haven't been boiling piss. Cancel. Didn't we just do Hamas? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm about to say, right? Everything is Hamas now. That's like the. This is gonna be a short one because it's literally. I just pointed literally everything and go Hamas. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> the, the UN. The UN is Hamas. Hamas. I know. Jesus Christ. Even even Israeli hostages are Hamas now. It's, Mass, it's yeah. just insane. When will it end? <laughs> well, Don't not just Gen borders, Z anyway. Very Hamas. Oh, yeah. I think you mean Gen H, David. Yeah, yeah, Generation Hamas. Like, just fucking honestly, everyone just needs to just calm the fuck down. Like, go outside and touch grass before the grass is also Hamas. Well, I mean, it rhymes. Grass is green, you know, and that's the color of yeah, Hamas. That's, that's and, one uh, of the forbidden colors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's actually another good thing is the. Um, the Washington Post is also Hamas for lighting up the roof of their building in green and red. If anyone saw that particular fucking yeah. like, stellar take on Twitter. And then when people pointed out, like, you know, what time of year it was and, like, you know, asked the guy to, like, fucking cut his own throat with Occam's razor and leave the rest of us alone. <laughs> he, he, did a, he did a poll. Which do you think, is, like, the Washington Post is more likely to be celebrating, Hamas or Christmas? And it's like, well, oh, I don't give a fuck, mate. <laughs> oh, Santa so, yeah. is Santa Claus Hamas? Important questions must be asked. It's, five it's, it's five fun. page it's... article in the Jewish Chronicle. Yeah, just good times were had by all. That, that's my entry. <laughs> yeah, that's um, yeah, that's strong. All right, uh, James, you're up next. Well, uh, just stop oil. Just stop oil. Just stop ha oil. Stop oil. Just do it. They're also Hamas, mm. I think. So, uh, Maybe yeah, are. just... The, the Hamas yeah. for stopping the fucking snooker. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that. So, like, um, there were, just There stop were oil. red, green, black, and white balls on that table, don't you know? <laughs> uh, 
so so you know i've said before i think just stop oil are fucking losers like that i strongly suspect for an op but the thing about being an op is they just they, basically exist to boil piss and make people mad at them and they have yeah. boiled some piss this year like um so they've done numerous die-ins on roads across the uk which in our ule's motorist economy is uh you know that's verboten it's a cardinal sin so that's been like a staple in newspapers basically every week they also um, crashed a football game, um, Everton v Newcastle in Goodison Park. Some guy jumped on the pitch, ran up to one of the goalposts, and metal zip-tied his neck to the goalpost, which Fucking I've got king. to say is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, that's yeah. like, that was yeah, that was, was one of the it was one of the few times uh few times this year my my like extended family were like very fucking opinionated on current events. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they also they also showed up and like Jamie said, orange chalk all over a snooker table just like completely ruined it. Ended the the game there and then. Um, but I mean, all of these pale in comparison to something truly terrible they've done, which is that they interrupted uh-huh. a hundred and seventy five pound ticket uh, performance of Les Misérables. It's uh, <laughs> it's it was terrible. Um, yeah. As is reported in Spiked Online. Uh, by Simon <laughs> Evans. Just Stop Oil's most miserable stunt yet. <laughs> Eco-extremist troop Just Stop Oil has once again disrupted the smooth running of civilized society to remind us of a coming climate catastrophe. This time, these silly middle-class twats chose Wednesday evening's performance of Les Miserables for their latest piece of performance politics. And once again, they did so in order to demand that we all stop enjoying ourselves, just as they have done at art galleries, the tennis, and indeed, some traffic lights on the North Circular. And he goes on and on, he gets an entire article out of them daring, having the hubris to interrupt uh, a nice night out. But, uh, I mean, if we go further back, they've also, I mean, they they fucking Heinz tomato soup to Van Gogh. I mean, it was behind glass, but, you know, they did it anyway. Um, they also uh, fucked up Lords, um, the cricket. They, you know, orange chalk there. Uh, one of the one of the cricketers had to like carry the protester off the field, which was pretty great. Um, and just in the past few days, they decided to do Christmas carols outside Keir Starmer's home, um, which got oh, them all basically the vile criminals! How dare they? That is they? actually very good. I am in favour of that shit. More people should Christmas carol to Keir Starmer because I but can't worst- think of anything more fucking annoying. But the worst of it, the worst of it, David, is they have released a calendar featuring, for 2024, featuring their favourite stunts um, at £25 a pop, which has pissed (laughs) off the Daily Mail. And the Daily Mail have gone in on them because, you know, it's bad enough they're doing this thing, but now they're monetising it. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, they've boiled some piss. They have. I mean, they also (laughs) did that, um, they also shut down that fucking bridge that, like, hampered like an oil terminal or something didn't it yeah they do two sorts of uh protests really they do they do the stuff that's like direct action in the sense of like interfering with like oil terminals and stuff which may or may not uh generate them headlines but they also do um you know the, the, the headline grabbing stuff like the you know super van gogh um the chalk yeah. on the snooker table and all that so yeah they they're like they they are just fucking absolutely like the most hard working piss boilers we have in this country. Today, That's true. Yeah, boil every <laughs> yeah. fucking piss. It's so good. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, they're fucking up, like they're fucking up the Top Gear crowd. They're annoying your dad by interrupting the snooker. <laughs> they're getting, they're like, you know, the silly middle class twats are annoying other silly middle class twats by interrupting the theatre. It's just fucking great. And like, people go like, oh, well, why are they throwing super to paint? And why aren't they out there like blockading an oil terminal? So then they go out and block an, blockade an oil terminal. And everyone's like, not like that. You know what I mean? It's... <laughs> yep. Wasn't there something they did in like a really expensive shop as well where they like threw piss all over the crockery or something? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure they've also something. sprayed down, they've sprayed down seven, several government buildings using like bright orange paint yeah, as well. Yeah, like oil hair cores so as like, well. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're doing anything for their cause whatsoever, but as, like, a stunt group that pisses off a lot of people, um, they're very good at it. Like, give them credit where credit's due. As like, if it was guerrilla marketing, it would be incredibly successful. Unfortunately, it's not really helping. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, there you go. Piss boilers extraordinaire. Just stop oil. I mean, I, f- I feel a bit bad for them because, you know, quite obviously their entire leadership is either cops or riddled with cops. But, like, the individual guys, like, running on pitches and boiling no, you're, piss. No, you're thinking I'm, of Extinction Rebellion. I'm thinking just, of just both. Stop oils, just stop oils, the billionaires. I, <laughs> but they are kings, and I, I do appreciate, like, at least, like, sort of the foot soldiers. Like, good shit. Mm. So, uh, the next... The next uh contender in this category is the man himself jerombly crombly jeremy corbyn um i mean i feel like hamas for sure <laughs> yeah i feel like Hamas. i feel like hamas right now um <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna vibe feel a bit hamas um i, f- I feel like hamas tonight like hamas tonight <laughs> <laughs> Just, just stop oil. I probably feel like, probably, at least in the UK, generate the most piss on like an on an absolute basis. But like individually and like in terms of like piss to effort ratio, I think I think <laughs> it's a clear win. It's a clear win for Jeremy Corbyn because like, I mean, anything that he says. Literally anything that he says is always yeah. taken with just the absolutely like, worst faith pos- humanly possible. He's like the anti-Lib Dem. Do you know what I mean? He, just, he says something and everyone fucking hears it. Like, well, the, incre- <laughs> the incredible thing with, with all Jerome, people talk about. The incredible thing with him is like he doesn't even need to say anything. Like They'll just publish pieces saying, what if Jerombly Crumblin said something about this event? It would be bad. <laughs> It's just like, and he just goes by to say, just what? Yeah, I mean, obviously it doesn't matter what he actually says, but like pretty much every significant global event um, that has occurred in recent memory, Jeremy Corbyn has said, we should do this thing, which is, you know, either generally or obviously correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, with Ukraine, it was the saying that there should be a negotiated settlement, which is how pretty much every conflict ends, uh, short of one side ex- completely exterminating the other. And like there was a, so there was an article in the Byline Times where it was saying Jeremy Corbyn has sparked frustration, anger, and disappointment among Ukrainians after he cl- claimed in an interview that they should seek a peace deal with Russia rather than fight on with weapons supplied by the West. Oh, with weapons supplied by the West. Hmm, I wonder if that could have any long-term problems with uh, with its methodology. 
best not best not look at uh, one of the previous fucking. Um, yeah, I was going to say, in this, is that, in this, is that uh, the, in the sad last trombone I hear in the background? Yeah. Indeed. Um, we also had COVID, and like, and sort of alongside that furlough, where uh, we have um, hipster analysis oh. of Aisha Hazarika fame, oh. um, where you know, saying that maybe we should be able to see the evidence that the government's using is met with like just derision and ridicule by the worst fucking people in this country because their piss is so easily boiled by the man. Even when he's not trying, like, I think in terms of effort put in versus piss boiled at this point. Exactly. Just going, hang on a minute, maybe we should think about this or, like, maybe we should look at the evidence. And, again, it's the same, it was the same with uh, the um, poisoning in fucking, what was it called? Yeah. the name's fucking escaped me right now. Oh, the Skripal thing. Hmm. Yes, in the place with the lovely, uh, lovely, lovely, lovely cathedral. Durham. <laughs> Durham pizza what? Express. Yeah, why not? North Allerton. Yeah, pizza. Yeah, the the cathedral <laughs> and Pizza <laughs> Express. <laughs> and uh, obviously, this is this was quite a while ago. But does anyone, does anyone else remember Bowgate at the yeah. fucking Memorial oh. Sunday? Yeah. Back like, to the Sun of Turf, yeah. Yeah, oh, back he, to the he, he wasn't he 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 wasn't wearing the right kind of jacket either. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. And just every Oh every yeah, that, single... that was just that was reheated fucking donkey jacket this yeah. goes for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean like, but I, rem- I remember the... the um I remember the pictures with the fucking like measurement of the angle that he was bowing out on in, in the papers. <laughs> well you also yeah, was that I mean, the same fucking deeply unserious fucking country that we live in. Acutely disrespectful. Was that was that <laughs> the same Was that the same thing at the cenotaph where like he Don't wore be a tie and then one of the papers wrote <laughs> oh that, the, that him God. wearing the tie meant that he craved power? Yeah, I think yeah, that was. And was he did that, a little dance. The... He did a little dance. Oh, at the dance the cenotaph. I remember that yeah, as well. who remembers? Who remembers? Who remembers? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you start trying to remember these things, it gives you a brain injury. Um, it yeah. does, yeah. But just in general, his existence as an MP and the threat that someone who believes in something that resembles real justice might see Britain's underscore crimes dot XLS has naturally had like the entirety of the Labour right and the press, from the BBC to the Guardian to the Express, working hand in glove to eradicate him as a Labour leader, then as Labour MP, and now merely as an MP. Like just because he exists and scared the fuck out of them and had their piss so thoroughly boiled, he must now be... He's, he is, essentially, by the way, a ghost story that they tell on GB News. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my partner's grandparents are out, have, like, this confirmed belief, as far as they're concerned, that Keir Starmer is being puppeted by Jeremy Corbyn and they read the Daily Mail and GB News and watch GB News so you know it's and well I mean this is also partly due to Starmer being a lying liar uh, because when people say people ask him why did you tell people to vote for Jeremy Corbyn in 2017 and 2019 if he's so bad uh, the obvious the idiot conclusion here is because I'm being puppeted by him and not because I'm a liar. So, yeah, I would say I would say that Jeremy Corbyn, at least on an effort to piss ratio, like clear winner. 
Is it? Is it? Is, so is there like an inverse thing going on where like uh, just stop oil is like the maximalist position where through maximum effort you boil maximum piss and Jerumbly Crumblins <laughs> does the same by just not doing a fucking thing. Let, let me Kinda? put it this way: Imagine, imagine if we replace everyone in just just stop oil with Jeremy Corbyn's. <laughs> <laughs> Little thought experiment for you. All right, okay, that's um, that's the candidates. So, what do we think? I mean, Hamas is hard to fucking beat this year because Greta Thunberg is I... in Hamas, so like, I'm willing to fold her in. Yeah, Hamas. all the other all the other <laughs> options are also Hamas. So, yeah, that's <laughs> you know what? It's, it's it's like impossible to argue otherwise. Yeah, it's it's Hamas because they're all Hamas. Yes. Can I can I can I make an argument against Hamas? A concerted argument against Hamas? Rescue oh, okay, this okay. When did you arrive? <laughs> so like so so like my, my, my the reason you I say make, not Hamas you can make an argument against say, Hamas but it'll be hip, hypocritical because you are also Hamas Hamas <laughs> yeah. yeah right here's my thing my argument against them is that Hamas being behind everything is more a rhetorical position that's not really believed by everyone it's not like they are boiling the piss it's like there's a constructive narrative to try and make them the piss boilers um Whereas all the other groups, particularly like Just Stop Oil and, you know, Jeremy Corbyn, to one extent or another, they are actually boiling piss directly. It's not like they're implied to be oh, boiling So it's a piss. distinction between direct and indirect piss boiling. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Stolen piss boiling valour. Yes. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. See, you make a good case, and, and I could be persuaded, but I'm still going to say Hamas. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds like the argument of someone who is in Hamas, so I'm going to have to vote for Hamas. Yeah. <laughs> You've driven me to this, James. I'm going to have to vote for Hamas now. Why do the left always do this? <laughs> I warned you, bro. I warned you. <laughs> okay, well, that's pretty clear, isn't it? So, yeah, okay. Congratulations, cool. Hamas. <laughs> Wonder how hard it'd be All... to get them a little trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the sanctions, a risky business. Mm. Okay, we just eat it. It's fine. The next award is... <laughs> the next award is <laughs> the Hasbara Barbera Award for Most Animated <laughs> Defense of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you okay. ever, you ever have, have something that just comes into you? Ever had just have like a thought that just it consumes your mind for like a whole day? <laughs> yeah, this is the title of this award. Just what it was what this is to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first up is of course uh, Keir Starmer because who else would get uh, first dibs at this? So. I, I object uh, not, to Keir Starmer's inclusion on the grounds that he's not really animation, he's just a tracing. Hmm. Derivative work. Mm, denied. Um, all art's derivative. There you go. Um, Alright, so. This all started off uh, with like, a whole saga of fuck-up from Starmer. So, he did that thing where he chose as like an independent person to go on a radio show with fucking Nick Ferrari 
expecting it to go well, despite all the other times where that didn't go well. Um, and uh, was asked about the... Was asked, like, you know, is it is it right for Israel to be doing this? A siege is appropriate? Cutting off power? Cutting off water? Well, I think that Israel does have that right. So, you know, pretty clear, pretty concise as to what he thinks and says. Um, he then went on to say that he didn't say that. Despite yeah. the oh, fact that we know he did say liar. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well established. Um, and to make sure he said that he didn't say that, even though he did say that, he uh, went to the South Wales Islamic Centre for a photo op. Oh, yeah. And he shook a bunch of hands, took some pictures, and then made some tweets with those pictures to say that... This was one of the actually, single most cunty things the man has yeah, ever done. Fucking yeah, fucking really was. He actually didn't say that, and what he did say was that um, uh, we need a two-state solution and um, everyone should uh, get around the table and uh, it's really, really bad what's happening, but let's not blame anyone in particular. Which was obviously some fucking extreme shit. The, the mosque had to actually tweet out an explanation of what happened because they'd been duped into a photo op. Uh, thinking the, um, the the main guy at the mosque didn't even speak English. Yeah, the imam didn't speak English. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Uh, but they they took the photo op etc. Because they, 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 you know they accepted the idea of the visit because they wanted to highlight the plight of Palestinians in Gaza at the time and thought well it'll be quite handy if we can get a politician to come and do that and mm. then he did that shit. So yeah. Not fucking good. And then not too long after that, the SNP uh, made an amendment to one of the fucking King's Speech motions in Parliament that unequivocally called for a ceasefire. Mm -hmm. And this was around at the same time that humanitarian pause was the uh, watchword of the West Liberal. And uh, Starmer put a three-line whip on the party. To say that no, actually, you can't vote for that. It's not allowed. Um, we are not calling for a ceasefire. And by yeah. putting on a three-line whip rather than just fucking letting whatever happen um, and letting people vote with their conscience, all he managed to do was launch the next annoying phase of Jess Phillips. Yes. <sighs> which, is, which is what we were fucking missing out on, really. That that's what we needed. Another annoying phase of Jess Phillips. And uh, now. We are at the point where Rishi Sunak is now saying actually a ceasefire would be good and now Starmer thinks that a ceasefire would be good after Rishi Sunak's decided that that's the case. It's like COVID all over again. I mean, fairness, it's also just the fact that, you know, now oil is being interrupted. So, of course, they're all wheeling around against it now. Of course. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, great cool stuff uh just just starmer doing starmer shit what's what's new I, I don't really know what else i can say about this like
Like it's just been defense jump of just like being like, oh, now I'm front. It's just literally like he's such a fucking lapdog because it's like now that the you know the Americans, the French, and I think you and the, the they might even be the Germans at this point who have called for a ceasefire. It's like Foxy. now that he's got cover, the little bitch made nothing is like oh now i can do it now i can be a brave little boy and it's just like again not from a position of principle but just to like literally always doing is like specifically showing the americans if if you let me in if the cia lets me in then i will be you know like everybody before me you know your bitch just coward 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 scum scum coward 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 yeah there's nothing out the ordinary who's next uh, I believe that's um, that's me with uh, Breitbart's incredible article. Israel prepares for possible fentanyl attacks from Hamas and Hezbollah. <laughs> <laughs> what sheriff wrote this article? I know. <laughs> Israel is preparing for the possibility that the Hamas terror organization in Gaza and the Hezbollah ter- terror group in Lebanon may, may attack using various liquid fentanyl variants designed liquid to incapacitate fentanyl. and kill large numbers of people. <laughs> fentanyl is well known for its dangers. Up the, the, the fucking the, the glowing anal beads from the rock and just fainting because they're full of fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl is well known for its dangers as a narcotic in the United States. It has also been used as a chemical weapon before, according to a 2019 paper published by the Center for the Study of Weapons Weapons of Mass Destruction at the fucking National whale. Defense University. Whale. Name the place. The only time fentanyl's ever been it's weaponized the, um, is by cops who are too fucking, you know, actually stupid to um, understand what's going on. They're talking about the uh, the theater thing in Moscow, where you what know where the the Russian the, where is the that where they drop fucking nerve gas on them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah, they're claiming that was fentanyl, which oh, I don't think I've okay. heard before. I don't no, think that's it was that's fentanyl. a new take. That was some kind of weird, it like wasn't... Russian nerve agent. That, like, uh, this is the yeah. best as far as I know. Is it possible that the weird Russian nerve agent had all the same symptoms as the ones that cops report, and that's why they've said it's fentanyl? <laughs> is it the first ever reported incident of that fucking seizure gun that has been developed by Cuba potentially? Was it first deployed there? Oh, Havana syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. This Man. report from the uh, the National Defense University, which definitely sounds like a real thing. <laughs> Russian security forces pumped an aerosolized combination of two fentanyl analogs into the theater to inca- incapacitate the inhabitants and permit the building to be stormed. The terrorists and approximately 130 of the hostages were killed. Most hostages died from exposure to a lethal dose of the fentanyl compounds. And then, like, that's that's directly quoting from this report, and then the article states underneath, however, it is unclear how exactly fentanyl would be dispersed to avoid vaporization. It's like, yeah, in a, is, you know what I mean? Source, I made it the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'll Source have you know fentanyl. that I am, an, I am, I have tenure at the National Defense University. <laughs> Yeah, there's an update. This article has been corrected to note that delivery of fentanyl as a chemical weapon would be highly unlikely via rocket, although it could be <laughs> delivered through other means, like what in the post. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> the delivery after Christmas at this point. Yeah. 
Oh, fucking carrier sorry. pigeons like fucking wilding out in the sky trying to deliver you. <laughs> <laughs> you get your fentanyl rockets in the new year, I'm afraid. <laughs> Just you wait, six months from now, fentanyl rockets will be how well will be how CNN alleges uh, drug dealers are going to be supplying their <laughs> customers. I was in drone taken down by a fentanyl rocket. <laughs> if only they'd had some of those at Heathrow that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, oh, that's that, 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 that particular fucking, fucking flight of fancy. It's a fucking incredible yeah, tale. Yeah, all right, right, okay. Oof. Well, when it comes to animated defense at Israel, I'm, I'm playing a lot of outsiders this time, and like ones which I think qualify under technicality. Because um, Bernie Sanders... Bernie Sanders gave a defense of Israel. And you might say, well, how animate was it? He was going on when this whole thing kicked off with Israel has a right to defend itself. And he wouldn't call for a ceasefire at first. Um, in fact, he wouldn't call for any kind of stoppage at first. It took him about a month or so to gradually decide that they needed a humanitarian pause, which, as we all know, is very distinct from a ceasefire. Yeah. Now... This is despite the fact that his own fucking party members in the House were begging him as the senator most likely to maybe, you know, have a fucking soul to please be the, the one person who'd break the ice and say, hey, we need a ceasefire. Um, but he wouldn't fucking do it. He's, he's just recently started saying we should have a ceasefire, but only because it's reached that tipping point and he's now got cover. Basically, there's times when, you know, someone is incredibly animate when they're incredibly still. And I think in Bernie Sanders' case, this really applies because a few years ago, back when he was up against Hillary Clinton, this man was very much like, you know, what Israel does to Palestine is absolutely terrible. But when it comes time to actually put shit on the line, to actually stand up and maybe risk a little bit of, like, you know, opprobrium from the press, guy wouldn't do it. Couldn't be moved to do it. This is, this is part and parcel of the reason why Bernie Sanders has always been inferior to Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. He He's is, the American he is, Jeremy Corbyn, and that's always going to be a detriment. <laughs> he is he is an advanced form of liberalism, essentially the kind of liberalism which can persuade you that oh, actually no, you know I'm I'm for real, I'm for progress, I'm for change, except when it inconveniences me personally, which is what this basically boils down to. Like, oh damn, no did we what, just find the did we just find the difference between a social democrat and a democratic socialist? Well, he claims that he's a democratic socialist, but fucking uh -huh. no, he's not. No, he's not. Not after this. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't look at an actively unfolding genocide and be in a position to make a call that would be listened to, that would actually get a little bit of traction, and refuse to do so, and still call yourself any flavor of socialist, anarchist, or or communist. Generally, you just can't. Like Bernie Sanders is not on the left. I'm sorry. Suck because. Him. The only, like, no matter how you phrase this, right, either he had the genuine conviction that Israel has the right to defend itself and, you know, I think what they're doing is proportionate, in which case, fuck him, bluntly. Like, just absolutely fuck him, no way, it's genocide. Or he took a calculated position that, well, I don't like this, but now's not the time to do it, in which case he chose political expedience over doing the right moral thing. Uh, so fuck him. Just, you know, I don't know any other way to carve this up. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's basically it. It's, it's it's Bernie Sanders. It wasn't the most like vocal out there, fenital rocket kind of bullshit, but it was just a marked like reversal 
of everything he stood for. And sometimes that's enough. It's a trolley problem, you know? He's refusing to pull the switch when conspicuously you've talked long and hard about how you're going to pull the switch. Sometimes, sometimes a lack of action speaks louder than words, and that's Bernie Sanders. Yeah. All right. Well, from 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 the dis from the people who disappoint you to the people who never fucking fail to disappoint you, uh, it's the welcome <laughs> return of Jimmy Bollocks, of course, the one-man uh, take machine oh, defender of payday sake. loans, whatever this, this latest bullshit is. It's a whole fucking thing, you know. And but mainly, it's I'm just I, I've just put him on here for one series of tweets that he did because you know I'm childish and petty like that, and I don't care. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically, it's uh, you know, it, as usual, he's like, oh, uh, you know, both sides are bad, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. But of course, the real tragedy then uh, came that he went to uh, his local. He went to to uh, a pub. He doesn't say whether it's got a flat roof or not. Um, but oh, what did um, the bloke say? Yeah, the the bartender uh, told him that you know he you know that he, he could go fucking suck it. Let me uh, let me read from Jimmy Bollocks's uh, emotional experience in a pub, sitting on his fat ass, uh, you know, spending that MI6 money. From someone on shift to a customer in a North London bar, I know the replies I'll get to this, but I don't feel comfortable at all with this. I think it's a horrible, horrible tragedy, but I also think the people who who see in it sides are going to help compound it you know there's there there are two sides you know there's there's the side with all the tanks and all the you know advanced artillery and all the airstrikes and then there's you know the, the children the buried civilians. underneath the rubble in gaza you know just to fucking <sighs> put, a, put a fine point on it and then of course we get you know to the masterful paragraph where of course it's not about it's not about the war. It's not actually about taking sides. It's not about having some fucking ethical responsibility as what is nominally a journalist, but, you know, in fact, just a craven buffoon licking at the nearest fucking lampshade as long as someone in, in power has pissed on it recently. Much less importantly, but I am occasionally taken to be Jewish, and I wonder whether why that was why I was pressed on this. Oh, fucking hell. Forever really weaknessed and loving it. You fucking prick. Like, I know we've mentioned that on the on the previous episode we did about this, but just fucking convert. If you're going to do this, if you're going to be like, you know, oh, maybe I'm taken to be Jewish. Maybe you could elucidate what that is. What characteristics do Jewish people have, Jimmy Pollock? Maybe you want to get your fucking calipers out, you know? Maybe you just want to, um, sorry, let me read the rest. I would like to be able to go to my local and more importantly, would like Jewish friends and neighbors to feel able to do so without interrogation. Well, for one, I think, you know, you drawing the comparison um, between yourself and your Jewish friends and neighbors who are in your narrative, I assume, must all feel the same that, you know, to take sides must be bad is an incredibly tone-deaf piece of horrible bullshit and quite frankly i don't think that your friends would have the same problem because you know they're not jimmy fucking bollock the bullshit man journalist extraordinaire <laughs> you know you can go fuck yourself and that's why you're on this water 
God. And next year, you'll be back with some other piece of piss because you are the exactly the kind of craven idiot dolt the UK media class so loves and deserves. So that's yeah. my entry. Yeah. What, what, what even could we add? <laughs> Oh, I hate this guy so much. It's fucking. I know. Oh, he's a fucking. He's an absolute fucking helmet. Like, um, my uh, my second entry for this category is Germans on Blue Sky. But, uh, tra- tragically, tragically, like examples will have to be uh, like just cut short because I I added a, a mute list called Treaty of Versailles, and now I don't see the pricks anymore in my life. <laughs> 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 Excellent name for a block list. Fantastic. Ten out of ten. But yeah, they fuck. If you if you can still see them on Blue Sky, they fucking suck. But you don't need me to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, Germans. But yeah, they just have yeah, just they, lost their fucking minds. Yeah, they've gone fucking insane. Like they just they've finally just like finally realised they're going to get the the holy war. They've clearly been fucking like you know what I mean, biting on a stick to avoid cheering for all these years, and they've just gone absolutely fucking ape shit um and fucked a lot of them quite frankly yeah you know what i mean like you, you're they're, yeah. they're only tolerable as like you know the the very like weird humor slash like terrible pervert country they're not allowed to have like an important fucking opinion on like global politics no fuck off <laughs> you know you, you 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 tried that a couple of times before and you fucked it both times so Nah, that card's revoked now. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one good Germany, and it's East Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, currently, question mark, question mark, if you see, like, where, where what their current voting is, but, yeah. Well, that's the fault of West Germany, so... Yeah, fair enough. This is true. All right. Okay, then. So... Who wins the award? The Hasbara Barbera Award. Uh, I want. I want. I want to say Starmer just purely because of like how much he visibly shat himself after accidentally like fucking <laughs> walking into the most like easily avoidable like tunnel painted on a wall that you've ever seen. <laughs> Israel does have that right. Ooh. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> you, can, you can hear the cogs turning there where you can't quite decide like you know what i mean he can't he's just falling back on repeat the previous answer because that's yeah. all he fucking knows and if it, it like how could it betray him how could this foolproof political fucking genius tack that he, he always fucking takes of just repeating himself how could it have like gone so badly wrong and then yeah. absolutely like shit in his pants. You, you can you Probably. can fuck him here great. and go like, hey, do do I still have the uh, phone focus group helpline available to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Who do I hate more, Keir Starmer or James Ball? It's it's a very tough call. Oh, it's got to be Keir Starmer. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you're right, and you know, but I'm still gonna go with Jimmy Bollock just for sheer personal reasons of vendetta. I mean, let's let's be absolutely yeah. clear: like, fucking James Ball is a thundering fucking cunt, but like, he's not Keir Starmer. No, that's no. true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I think it's got to be Starmer, mm. really, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it, yeah. It has I to mean, be Starmer okay. just for that fucking just for that mosque visit. Like, yeah, that's a that's 
Yeah, that yeah, it's got to be Starmer. It's got to be. Is it the most animate defense of Israel? Yeah, because okay, he's your assumed argument, about fourteen fucking that, shapes. Your argument was that like Bernie Sanders doing nothing was animated, so I don't think we trust your opinion on whether it is or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, like what what made that stand out for uh, you know Sanders was because he was talking very vocally the opposite right up until that happened. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, but then he just I went quiet. Like, he said involved. the thing and then he went quiet. But did he yeah. go I to a know. mosque on, under false pretenses and then like bamboozle a guy who doesn't speak English into a like, shitty photo opportunity? And then lie yeah. about it. And then lie about it, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think I'm feeling Jimmy Ball. I think Jimmy Bollock has, has got it for okay. me. Okay. Fair enough. Um, again, this isn't a democracy, so... Um, but it also is when I decide it is, and it is this time. Four one. Sorry. Um, All right. Okay. Starmer. This is a whimsical Alrighty. democracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that it follows my whims? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next up is the fuck off award. With thanks to we don't talk about the weather. Uh, who should do an award show? Come back and do an award show. Yeah. Pricks. Come back, you fucking um, coward. Yeah. Come. Come back and finish this episode for us. So I was going to say, yeah, come back and do our award show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, the fuck off award. This is for the thing or person we would like to just fuck off. No, this is for the thing. Is this for the thing? Okay, now it's for everything. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's for everything. It's, it's an yeah. all-encompassing fuck off that can be directed in any yeah. way we wish. Exactly. So, first up, Rob. So, for me, the fuck-off of the year is uh, specifically aimed towards Rachel Reeves, but still, it is towards the um, the UK doesn't have any money anymore, the national credit card is maxed out, the people who basically understand oh. child-level economics who just, like, I would wish to pull headfirst through a wheat thresher. <laughs> just... Right, you know, basic economic private, a state is in, as long as the state is in control of its own currency presses and doesn't literally go ham like the Weimar Republic did, which let us remind ourselves they did on purpose to screw over the French on war reparations, it cannot default on its own money and it cannot run out of money. What we saw on the COVID pandemic, for example, was like an astonishing creation of money that actually helped people and then, you know, uh, some other shit happened, but like states cannot run out of money. It is a it is a literal impossibility. Okay, but all that money they spent during COVID has ruined like uh, Sir Alan Sugar's commercial property portfolio. So have you considered that? That's not Mr. Like, Smart uh, Guy. I I would I would spend like twice the money to ruin so yeah. Alan Sugar's everything. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even fucking ruined. That's not what caused any of that. It's much no, more complicated. Fucking I am, like, I am getting a shovel and shoveling piles and piles of £50 notes into a big furnace marked Fuck you, Alan Sugar. <laughs> Abstrad was and shit. People, painted on the other and side. People, <laughs> and people say he's right to do so. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's, of course, and this uh, this now trickles through to the entirety of, you know, again, from the Tories, I don't expect anything else because they are just the party of monsters. So, you know, whatever. But, you know, now Rachel Reef wants to keep, among other things, because there's no more money because she's a fucking idiot. Uh, she wants to keep the two-child benefit cap from the Tories. You know, this is Sir Kid Starver, speaking of things we heard this year. Um, then there was... <laughs> 
then there was this quote we are going to have the most dire economic inheritance of any of any incoming government the level of debt in the uk economy is the same size of everything we produce in the economy on an annual basis so right a few things going on not of any incoming government because if i remember correctly after the napoleonic war like the brits had lent more like had given out more state obligations than like several lifespans until the heat death of the universe and then you still manage to pay it off the other thing is that they're doing is they're saying oh debt to gdp is at 100 percent. so that's a scare story that was first and most famously used during the euro crisis to crush the greek greeks and the i and the italians and the spanish and the portuguese to death it's the you know it's it's the 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 famously faulty math where they literally made errors in their uh fucking spread Sheets. It's Reinhardt and Rogoff. This is very, very bad economics. And, you know, of course, I don't fucking expect anything else from somebody who, you know, briefly worked at the Bank of England, the home of fucking morons. Um, and also in October, then she then proceeded to call herself in, you know, what I assume was an accident to homage, the Iron Chancellor delightful you know if you remember the recent hot water that starmer got into when she said oh thatcher is actually one of my heroes well here she is calling herself the iron chancellor you know and what makes her iron well it's the staying of the fucking bedroom tax it's the cutting of the 28 year billion a year for the green budget which is now only an ambition maybe in the second term of the labor uh, government there's west street is saying there's no money for the nhs it's Again, you can print money because you're the fucking government, but the other thing you could consider doing is, you know, just pure and simple redistribution. The people who made out like well, fucking um... bandits, you know, like there's more fucking billionaires in the UK than ever before. And, you know, not to put a f too fine a point on it, but, you know, we are many, they are few, we can, can go get their shit. But, you know, of course, that's not allowable because this is not a democracy. This is some insane plutocracy we live in. And it needs to fuck off. It, this concept that, like, the UK has run out of money needs to be removed with, like, I don't know, mind flayer tweezers from everybody's brains. Because otherwise we'll continue to make the worst decisions in the world. And it just, I hate it. And it should fuck off. Sound an air horn for Baldur's Gate 3 mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay next up for fuck off james artificial intelligence with like heavy <sighs> quotes around that second word uh it's it's really hung over this fucking year and i can't think and i'm actually challenged to the pod i can't think of a single area of our lives that has not been made worse by ai this year Can anyone? Yeah. Right. No, not even this podcast, because every time it gets brought up, I want to die. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's really fucking bad. So, uh, brief recap. It is a technology which accelerates climate change disaster because of the power requirements. Wow, they finally the invented a machine that does that. <laughs> because, because of the power requirements and because of the fucking cooling requirements eating up water which has to be pristine drinking water as well it can't you know we've been over this before it can't be like run off or cast off it has to be free of impurities to be able to work as a coolant 
So climate-wise, that's shit. And that's before you get into the whole rare earth minerals being used to actually produce the cards. And that's before you get to the point of further jacking up the cost of cards and, you know, competing with Bitcoin space because they all run on graphics cards. Like all of that climate catastrophe fuckery is in there. And that's even before we get into the point of when it comes to actually running the, the actual AI queries, when you do something with AI, um, that creates carbon emissions in terms of the energy uh, usage, which is astronomical. Uh, it's by far the most like energy intensive, inefficient use of computer power generation that exists on the planet by most calculations now. So uh, even climate more than Bitcoin, even more than Bitcoin, as it turns out, um, th there's some weirdness to this, but essentially Bitcoin, yes, it's using up a lot except AI is actually using up more when you total all the AI being done now. AI is using up more energy than Bitcoin. It's just that Bitcoin, it's like the individual operations, um, you know, they sum to like a okay, huge amount. So, Whereas right. AI, like each of its individual operations is astronomical and the uptake of it is only increasing, you know? Um, I can't remember, I read a paper on like the carbon footprint of AI and it's really like, it's fucking hair raising stuff. So... So that's like, that's the first fuckery of AI. The second fuckery is that, forgive me, it's not actually intelligence. It, it's just it's just straight up not. It doesn't actually do what it says on the tin. What it actually is, is a machine for theft. It's a machine for the theft of a product of labor. Because AI is essentially glorified data compression and retrieval um, combined with like next word or next pixel prediction, essentially. Um, it, it just steals um, the data produced by, you know, everyday regular people and workers. Um, and, you know, it's a machine for infringement. And what it essentially allows companies to do is by aggregating data and compositing it, they can then infringe on works that others have made uh, deniably. So... That, that's that's cool and good, except it gets worse because it's also, not only is it infringing, not only is it stealing labour, but it's also putting people out of work in pretty much every fucking facet of uh, our lives that we can imagine. Call centre people being put out of work by it. Um, artists in particular being put out of work by it. Writers being put out of work by it. Some junior programmers finding themselves in a little bit of a difficult scenario because of this. Uh, it's, it's just, it's fucking awful. It's also putting suicide hotline workers out of a job. Not that it should be, because it's also recommending people kill themselves. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's just an excuse to get rid of labour. And this is, this is where it reaches its real problem. It's a cultural zeitgeist machine at this point, where capital looks at this and goes, oh, hey, this gives us, like, an excuse, a qualified explanation as to why we can just downgrade services and get rid of people, and everyone will just suck it up, because it's AI now, it's the future. And so it's rhetorical kind of cludgeon to basically get people to go along with yet more fraud, yet more downsizing, yet more worsening of conditions. It is shit. And... It just, it threads itself deeper and deeper into our lives. We're talking about now reforming the NHS using AI, which is bullshit. It can't be used to do any of the things that need to be done to make the NHS any better. But what it's become is a buzzword for, hey, we're going to downsize. And the justification will be that AI makes it possible, indeed, a necessity for us to do this. 
and I'm really not kidding, I can't think of a single part of my life, from everything from my sex life to my sleep at night, everything about it, I can't think of a single part of my life that isn't impacted by this AI shit. And so I'd like to just go on record here, and I'd like to turn to our listeners and say, listener, I apologise from the bottom of my heart for AI Starmer. My only excuse is I didn't know at the time. I will take my place by the wall now. Uh, over to you guys. The place by the wall was already assured. Do not worry. Um, okay, next up is uh, Wes Streeting. Oh, fuck this um, little goblin cunt. <laughs> yep. You may remember him from previous episodes, such as... Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I, I what genuinely What if the NHS like, was an iPad? <laughs> yeah, I struggle to think where to start, um, considering we'd just done an article reading that. Oh, I'd done an episode reading that fucking article. Um, it's just fucking awful. He did a tweet the other day um, where he says, I'm fully committed to the NHS as a public service free at the point of use. Sharing this for the... But he wants to privatise the NHS in the alternating um, upper-lowercase shit mm. brigade who think that reform privatisation, reform equals privatisation and can't comprehend that we might learn from other countries. And then he posts a video to an interview with Sky News where he constantly repeats that whole, oh, I like the, the idea of the NHS being free at the point of use, but like, as if that means... Fucking anything. Hmm. Unless you're going to talk about where the fucking procurement is and who's providing the services and where that money goes to when those, you know, services are provided. Because the services do cost some kind of money in an economy and are, you know, is, is it the state? Does the state just pay for it and it just turns into the, the whole infinite money thing and it's all actually pretty much free? Or are we putting as much private shit as possible in there as a fucking shit middleman? Of course we are, because the patients need the iPads, because otherwise they can't be happy customers, and that's what we need. Prick. He's also said that junior doctors can fuck off um, for the, the pay that they're demanding. Junior doctors are um, expecting 35% um, in terms of it's a pay rise so, to make up for so years of... Seeing how this cunt reacts when, uh, you know, if they get elected, like they then face uh, another strike by NHS workers. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They absolutely will. Um, I don't doubt it for a second. But uh, yeah, they want thirty five percent as um, reparations for shit pay rises over the, the last like decade and a half, and the right to want it. And he said no. Um, if if there will be those kind of rises, it'll be a journey. It won't happen immediately. Fuck you. Like, if you're in government, you can just do that, but you won't because Rachel Reeves is someone that you fucking pal about with. And he's in hot he, to all the private healthcare interests. Like, so many of them. So fucking many of them. He uh, was quoted as saying the annual NHS winter crisis is an excuse for more cash this month. I fucking uh, you I genuinely smooth like, brain prick. A yep. social murder. It's just he's committing a social murder with that kind of shit, frankly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He said back in October that the NHS will go bankrupt without reform. No elaboration on that whatsoever. <gasps> excuse Translation. excuse me, Mr Mr. Straiting. Would you mean the NHS will go bankrupt? Well they because can, it runs because... out of money 
that no, the government they, gives it to do things. Because technically they can, because since the Tony Blair reform, when they all got transformed into care trust, they also gained the ability to go bankrupt. So technically, mm-hmm. NHS care trusts can go bankrupt because mm-hmm. their business is now, now if he was in see. government... If he was in government, he could just, like, reform that, though, yeah? No. I like how um, well a socialised healthcare system is something that... Uh, the concept of it going bankrupt is so natural for it, it had to be specifically implemented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in July, he apologised to Rosie Duffield for the way that she's been treated in the party oh. for her transphobia. Yep. Um, he also in July wrote a Guardian article titled "False Hope is Worse Than No Hope." Labour <laughs> won't make promises it can't keep. <laughs> Piss still being. It's better boiled. for you to be a hopeless little piece of shit than to cling to something that may possibly, potentially, be good. You fucking peasant shitheads. Yeah, Things why aren't you happy staring at the void? Can in fact get worse. <laughs> can in fact get worse. Like, yeah, loving it. Yeah, um, in June he told the Guardian that he would quite like to become Prime Minister and does have aspirations to lead the Labour Party. So, you know, fulfil the prophecy. He did a <laughs> fucking book. Do it. I'm sorry, David, but I'm glad he felt the need to specify the Labour Party for him becoming <laughs> yeah. Prime Minister. Yeah. He um, did a fucking book this year, which like any MP that does a fucking book needs to fuck off because I end up hearing about the bastard thing in this fucking podcast. Put the fucking thing did a book like did a shit. Yeah. Put the fucking thing out as an ebook already for reasons that I won't go into, but I need it as an ebook. <laughs> Wes, go fuck yourself, don't you, Dale? Um, he also <laughs> defended the Sunak loves the pedos ads. Do you remember them? Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very vociferous in his defence of those. So cool, normal. Um, he he's a horrible little lickspittle cunt. He is absolutely the most dangerous fucking politician in Britain, as far as I'm concerned. And I cannot yes. wait for the day that he finally stops being a fucking MP. Yeah. Anyway, last contender in the things that should just fucking fuck off. Um, Again, you know, we just went to the well of old episodes because we had nothing better to do. Um, But it is the Polite Disagreement podcast, uh, specifically the rest This one wins. (laughs) Uh, It is the, um, you know, the rest is politics, the uh, political currency teehee with Ed Balls and uh, and Osborne. It is the lukewarm bath of piss designed for middle class twats to listen to or, you know, on the way to the golf course and then pretend to have political opinions, but not, you know, spicy ones, not actual ones, not really held ones, just, you know, the the whiff-waff of politics to quote fucking Boris Johnson or something in those lines it's just politics is a little game where you can always yes you can disagree but it's dinner party style so you can't really disagree you know if the person on the other side of you says oh i think it's really good actually to you know feed a bunch of poor people and migrants into a literal meat grinder and then you know use that to 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 make a nice green golf course again then why not just fucking do it you know it's all all encapsulated in this this a 
appalling habit that liberalism has to just always assimilate everything and just say, oh, well, I disagree with you, but I fully defend your right to say it. No, you should beat people in the mouth until they stop saying certain things. We'll get on to which people in the, certain, in the next category, but it is important to draw lines, to say stop, to say fuck you to, you know, the people who implemented austerity uh, or voted for it, a Rory Stewart, or the people who killed more than a million people in Iraq, a Alastair Campbell. It's important to not let these ghouls and monsters with, you know, the blood of hundreds of thousands not back on the fucking air and create a podcast that for reasons passing human understandings has more than a million downloads a week quite frankly it's disgusting and i hate it and i wish these people should stop and i wish that it would fuck off because the only thing that's going to save us at this point is heightening the contradictions until the point of class conflict so fuck off yes the accelerationism is spreading i'm sorry rob david i I politely disagree with all of that i think you will find that (laughs) See, that's all it takes. That's how it's done. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, doke. Right. So, um, the National Credit Card Discourse, uh, AI, Wes Streeton, or Polite Disagreement Podcasts. Polite Disagreement? Um, Not even doing the podcast part, just the concept of polite disagreement. Just (laughs) fucking, like, do you know what I mean? Just go in on people with your studs up. It polite disagreement is fucking cowardice. It should I, be. It should be Wes Streeton. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Wesley. Uh, but it, it has to be fucking the polite disagreement podcast. See if I hadn't had to sit through that fucking episode, Rob. <laughs> I, would, I would just disregard that. I would be able to happily ignore it, but I can't now because I've heard it and it lives in there, and I need to fucking yeah. live with that. So, um, polite disagreement podcast can fuck off. It was like. It was like. Doing a fucking line of spiders or something, do you know what I mean? Just like, get, get, it, get that shit directly into your brain as fast as possible. I really hope they put that on their next poster. The rest is politics life. It's like doing a line of spiders. Oh dear. Okay, well I think that's um I You got getting past the blood brain barrier, that's the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that'll do us for that one then. That's that's pretty clear. That's polite disagreement podcast that win the fuck off award. So please do fuck off. And thankfully, that means we're one step closer to fucking off from this recording because it's now time for the last award, yeah. the traditional, absolute worst cunt award for being the worst cunt. Yeah. Um. Okay. So first up, uh, Rob. Uh, maybe this year will be his year. Right for my entry. Um. I didn't, maybe as you say, David, it's uh, it's finally his turn to succeed. It's once again Sebastian Payne back on the of course it back fucking on the is, fucking Rob. Of course it is. <laughs> just one of the worst little piss yeah. weasels running around Westminster. Just briefcase wanker extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. Like the super. You really cons- are determined to make him your fucking Wario. Yeah. <laughs> just. An unbelievable cretin. Finally fucking got out of the Financial Times to run, uh, you know, onward, the, the, the socially progressive conservative think tank. And if you think that's an oxymoron, well, you would be correct, because the man is never without shitty fucking regressive bullshit opinions dressed in, you know, the, the finery of progressivism that you're allowed to talk to on your lovely polite disagreement podcast. Um, 
just some hits from uh, Onward, the progressive conservative think tank this year. Um, <laughs> unlocking UK pensions. Seeing for- that. Is- <laughs> You're seeing that with the cadence of Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia that anyone can edit. Some <laughs> uh, some some hitters uh, from from uh, from his spider hole, unlocking UK pensions for science and technology growth. That means putting your pension into more app bullshit. Great British National Service. We talked about it on the podcast. It's fucking dreadful. Wired for yep. success. Reforming Whitehall to support science and technology. We talked about what AI. Does that mean? It means what if more AI, but you know, in every facet of a government that you know controls oh, every aspect okay. of your fucking life. Okay. Uh, what if the a, culture, but shit. Yeah, he did. They also did a report about um, you know the Conservative Party's chances with young people. Uh, the main conclusion being millennials don't like the Tories, but they do really like Rishi Sunak. Mm. That's that. <laughs> fuck off. Like millennials don't like Tories, but they do like dem libs. They like, they like Rishi Sunak because they don't like someone who looks down on them. Millennials are actually soft left on cultural issues, but do love tougher sentences and keeping drugs illegal. No, they don't. Source: I made it the fuck up. <laughs> And, to my personal yeah. favourite, millennials are shy capitalists because it's not cool to say it fuck anymore, off. but they really love the profit motive. Oh, fuck off. Like, can, we, can we just briefly go back to the keeping drugs illegal? Now, see yeah. if they'd said Gen Z, Abid, or, or whatever the fuck the group after that is. Generation like, Hamas, I mean, maybe I think, go, we've, they've been rebranded, yes. Of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... If you said Generation Hamas, I would maybe go. Do you know what that kind of some that kind of tracks with some stuff that I've seen in that they don't they drink less, they don't like socialise in the same way as millennials, etc., etc. And do you know what that's fair enough? I would understand it. Millennials fucking love drugs. There's not a bit of millennials that don't love drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah and what mil- final millennials bit from- are are to a man. That bit in Peep Show where Jez throws a frisbee with drugs underneath it and Superhands chases it out, <laughs> just mumbling to himself, drugs, drugs, drugs. <laughs> that That is the millennial. Yeah. Yeah. And then a final like, bit. And, and why, why, why must we love the drugs? Because look, look around us. Like, no <laughs> because of the wonder. horrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, and in the final report I want to cite was um, some advice from the progressive, from the progressive conservative uh, think tank to the Labour Party. Uh, the advice being, Labour should lean right on cultural issues to everybody's sh- fucking oh. shocking surprise. And may oh, I wow. say... More okay. in this story as we get it. Holy shit, didn't yeah. realise this, this was the case. Yeah, um, when are they supposed to start doing this? <laughs> All the fucking oh, time. Oh, uh, 1997. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and also, you know, free piece of advice to people in the Labour Party, you should always take advice from the people who fucking hate you, because that's a good idea. Um, and you then, should course, actually, it's me, and I've got one piece of advice that involves the sea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah there's, and then, of course, he's written an interminable cycle of just piece of piss 
opinions and garbage and bullshit and just you know uh, drivel throughout the latest one i'm just is briefly about how free speech protectors allow anti-semitism to thrive so you know it's just that shit you know you can say anything you want because this is a free country except no not that because that's the stuff i don't like hi i'm seb Payne, and quite frankly <laughs> that's my nominee <laughs> I'm back because, uh, you know, you brought up Seb Payne and I had to go for the angriest shit of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be in the angry dome. (laughs) Shitty. We've got a portaloo up there now. (laughs) But yeah, fuck that little evil face, cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Right, next up, James. It's Elon Musk. It's Elon Musk for reasons... Yeah, if anyone needs me, I'll for... be in the shithouse. <laughs> <laughs> for reasons already stated, it's Elon fucking Musk. Um, everything I said in part one about Elon Musk and about his contributions to public discourse uh, stand. Mm-hmm. All of his stupid shit, including building the fucking Cybertruck, fucking stands. All mm-hmm. of the space shit stands. All mm-hmm. of just everything about the cunt. Do we really... How much do I need to recap here, for the love of God? Because well, we, we have been in on this motherfucker. his divorce and his, like, how much his kids hate him yet, so... Yeah. Well, you know, there's oh, I definitely too. did bring up divorce the first time round, yeah. Oh, well. well um, we can do it again, as a treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the man's, the man's, like, an avatar for Fathers for Justice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, that I is, mean, if, if Fathers for Justice got really weirdly into, like, you know, white birth rates and great replacement theory, because that's, like, the latest <laughs> jazz. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying they weren't before. That's me just speculating, but, you know. <laughs> Are Fathers for Justice still around? Because they've probably got some opinions on you, Les, we'd like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's Elon Musk. We go in on him. There's not a single fucking week uh, this year where we haven't mentioned the cunt, where he hasn't taken time away from us. And every, like, fucking every issue we have went over tonight and how it sucks, Elon Musk has fucking weighed in on it and just, like, been a complete dipshit over it. I mean, like, just going down it, you know, um, the small boats discuss Elon Musk has shit on immigration. Ulez, he's fucking weighed in on Ulez. The fucking Cenotaph, he made a tweet during that time and got involved in that shit as well. Like, I mean, every fucking thing tonight... Elon Musk has, in one way or another, been tangentially involved in, including shit like AI. He's just a fucking worst cunt, and I just, I can't stand him. Can he please go? Can 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 we please just, like, concede, yes, this is the worst cunt of the year. Uh, we're done with him, and I just never mention him again, because fucking hell. Unfortunately Looks not, though, because um, the content mill requires that we talk about the stupid cunt. Uh... Yeah. Besides, he's the only person who's truly pushing the envelope of being a really dumb guy. And, you know, we need to witness that for science. Yeah. I mean, the only we're, thing I want to sort of keep him We're reaching 84 unknown levels of being a fucking, fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I want to keep him around is just to, like, watch his shit burn to the ground, because I think in our lifetime we will see him, like, hit the fucking skids so fucking hard between, like, the... You know, I don't know. The, the interest payments I'm... on Twitter alone, and that's just, like, a fucking binfire and the fucking Cybertruck and, like, the rest of the automotive world catching up rapidly and overtaking see, Tesla. Uh, do, you know, do you know what I really want? I just... I, I don't want any of those things to happen to him, because... 
they're really banal and boring and billionaire loses some of his money is like it's funny when it happens a couple of times but it just gets kind of old when he <laughs> however fucking billionaire losses. disincorporated very funny <laughs> what i really billionaire want to see is either i want to see the result of his mission to mars that he personally goes on <laughs> because that will be very funny or i want to see the result of him implanting Neuralink into himself like i said <laughs> Billionaire disincorporated. Very yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he pisses if he pisses off the salaries enough over Twitter, you know, he might get suitcased, and that could be pretty funny. So that could be funny, but I I I feel like it's much more funny if it if it's a much more much more first person at his own hand thing, you know, the the direct consequences of like his actions as opposed to the long term ones. Mm, I suppose. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Why I've got this. Got this vision of Elon Musk putting on a VR headset to watch himself just be disincorporated. <laughs> like, Damn! It's I only want to know that he's having to... in the third person view. <laughs> I want to know that he's been banished to a, a forgotten Soyuz capsule on the surface of Mars. You want you want him to That's... undergo the Captain Zod kind of treatment, right? Or General Zod, or Captain whatever the fuck Zod. it is. <laughs> what's the guy from, from Superman back in the day? We don't respect the Lance officer Corporal class Zod, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. He doesn't work for a living. Right, okay. Um, next one up. Uh, Rob, it's you again. Yeah, because... Um, my next... <laughs> My next nominee is specifically Matthew Goodwin, but you could replace any of the bad-eating... Um, book-eating guy. Is he the book-eating cunt? Yeah, he's yeah. the yep. book-eating... And, you know, you really would have thought that that was the fucking end of the guy because, you know, he ate a book on television. You, would, you, would think, you would think it would be the end of your commentator career, wouldn't you? Guy who ate a fucking book because he was so yeah. wrong. <laughs> but he's not. He's still fucking here because, you know, he's, he's, he's just turned into fucking outright, you know, red-brown, talk about the white working class, barely hidden fascism bullshit uh just as just a brief sample of his work to get us on the way uh this was from i think two days ago or something it's spurious and bullshit but that hardly needs stating did you know that more, more than 50 percent of social housing is occupied by people who aren't british it is not acceptable not for, don't believe them for any modern society to be relegating its own citizens in this way from having access to Basic services, basically. He All right, is... big fan, big fan of those basic services, is he? Yeah. No. <laughs> or does he, spend, does he spend the rest of his time like crying about like fucking, do you know what I mean? Chavs on the estate and how we should just bulldoze all the houses and make them live in the woods. Well, uh, maybe he used to, but you know, right now he's on that. You know, he's just he is he is fascist. He is right either... now he's on that making up statistics to like be racist fucking train. Yeah. He? Can he not even pretend that a taxi driver told him that? What's no, wrong no, no, no. He just makes <laughs> he just makes up fucking bullshit. He writes a wanky book about it and then just you know spends his time catawalling on Twitter that, that that eats either eats the book or like first debate me. You know the wailing cry it's of called the, the circle of life everywhere. Just, I mean, again, not new. This is 2023, but five years ago, he already co-wrote a paper, quote, does ethnic diversity increase or reduce white threat perceptions? Which concluded what? that, it, which concluded that rising diversity, or else being equal, increases, increases anti-immigration sentiments and support for the populist radical right wing among native-born whites in the West, i.e., if you don't want Marine Le Pen, you should do everything she says. 
Yeah, you should give her what she wants. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, you know, you might get some fascists. Otherwise, you might get fucking I'm Matthew like, Goodwin. I'm picturing his, like, that... fucking, his publisher sending a team of people in hazmat suits to pick through his shit for fragments of paper so they can like put together his next book. <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's the best the best way to deal with to deal with fascists, as as we as we again can learn from history, is to just keep them appeased. Yeah, is to give them everything yeah. they want, because what if otherwise they might do some fascism? That'd be fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. it oh, wouldn't God. be called appease if it couldn't be done with ease. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Harkett Neville fucking Chamberlain over there. My cat was upset by that one. She fucking looked up, turned around, and meowed complainingly. Good. So well done, I David. hope over the course of this two-parter, I have absolutely destroyed any illusions that people have that this is a comedy podcast. <laughs> this isn't a comedy podcast. This is an anger podcast. If you need us, we'll be in the courting in the angry dome. <laughs> Shitting in the angry dome, as the case may be. <laughs> Sitting on the floor in the angry dome, yeah. Um... No. <laughs> I told him to lay down on the floor of the Angry Dome and he did it, the legend. <laughs> Soiling the carpet before we give it back to Rumbleos. Stop it, these are my fucking trigger ones. <laughs> right, so. Right. Uh, you know, currently, by the way, apart from his job, I think he's a professor at the University of Kent or something. Uh, so I might be wrong about that one. But he's also got a sideline working for a think tank run by the Legatum Institute, which is one of those dark money, you know, uh, Tufton Street outfits just does that just does the most horrendous what things. Is, uh, that's some... What does that mean? then? What, the Legatum Institute? The, the Legatum, part of the Obsidian yeah, that... Order? Yeah, basically they're like a defense of the nation, defense of white. It, they're a fourteen-word organization. They just dress it, it up. Yeah, but is, it, that, it fucking... is that not a Latin word? Does that not mean because it sounds like a Latin word? It is a Latin word. It, I've forgotten it, what it means. It means. It sounds it, like in, 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 it sounds like, like something her, heritage or something. I think it, it sounds like something from a fucking anime. Frankly, like an anime is it has made up like a sinister organization. Uh, you know, and so they went googling around and went, "Oh, this is a this is a word we could use." Like it, it's got that kind of feel of unreality to it, frankly. Legatum is a Latin word that means a special gift left by a person who has yeah, died. It also denotes heritage, so it's the Heritage Foundation, but you know, loosely translated to the United Kingdom. Um, oh, which it, yeah, the Heritage Foundation, but it went to Oxbridge instead of like Harvard. That's and Yale. exactly. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, yeah, which okay. received a whole bunch of money from like insane uh, uh, climate deniers and also new U.S. neocons. One of whom, a guy, delightful guy, I think now dead, so good, um, Robert Ag Agostelli or whatever him. you pronounce that, who once described uh, the broader left as Agostinelli, um, <laughs> as uh, as. A cancer that needs to be eradicated. Uh, that's from the Byline Times. So you know, delightful bunch. And bunch which one of us? Which one of us is dead right now? Uh, that uh, guy. Me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm the dead guy. It's me. I appreciate that you got upside down to do that accent, Neil Jamie. <laughs> uh, yeah, another. I'm bit a method from, actor. 
from Matthew Goodwin's uh, more recent output. Increasingly, our schools, university, and media are, are infected with this dis- destructive and divisive oh, new orthodoxy, i.e. wokery, from the United States, where the story of race is entirely different. Instead, instead they turn to an alliance of ethnic minorities, immigrants, and bohemian middle-class students, calling on bohemian. them to deconstruct uh, the... Uh, established power structures, languages and institutions, and the established way of life of uh, of Western societies. But that sounds familiar. That's essentially, um, what's this, that Canadian crying prick, Jordan Peterson? That's his bullshit. That's the same this thing. This motherfucker is going to wake up one morning and then we'll see who's being infected with what. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you mentioned Bohemia and I just got, is this real life? Is this just walkery like running through my head? And I can't. I, this podcast has done brain damage whenever, to me. Right. Whenever David, someone... David, deploy the, uh, deploy the safe style UK drop to cleanse James's mind. <laughs> you buy one, you get one free. I said you buy one, you get one free. Oh, thank you. That, that's like a knock-on shot straight to my fucking chest. Yeah, you you've just you've just given uh, all our ADHD listeners a new uh, like vocal stim now. So well done. <laughs> and but, uh, podcasters, let's be real. Yeah. yeah. Whenever like one of these fucking dickheads talks about like bohemian students, I just it just it just means they're annoyed that they spent their time. Some kids spent their time at university doing like LSD and shit, and it's like fuck off like this is a very normal thing for students to be doing and then also like wrapping it up in this weird like white supremacy fucking skin i just yeah this teenager has dabbled in like fucking lucifer's crest <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's clearly fucking too old man to say get a haircut you happy and that's why they need Look, to use the word bohemian we, we... We can all admit that the scourge of the white guy with dreadlocks is rife in this country but it does not require require us to adopt white supremacist outlooks, as far as I'm concerned. No, no, mm. but actually, what you you don't understand, Matthew Goodwin, because he said in a recent interview that you know he didn't leave the left; the left left him. Quote an oh, obsession. Oh, yeah, I ideally, ideally, we would have left him out in the woods to fend for himself when he was a baby, yeah. and yet here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled up at the fucking motorway services, let him go inside for a piss, and then tore off at like fucking speed. <laughs> Doing, doing donuts in the car park as he watch as he stands putting, and watches with his fucking putting m- posters m- up around town with his face on saying like missing we don't want the comp back <laughs> <laughs> an obsession with class if, if found please have you keep. have you seen this child if so keep him <laughs> an obsession with class has been replaced by an obsession with the trinity of sexuality gender and racial equality everything is oh, woke f- now. Nobody cares about the working class. The working class only cares about... Wow, I wonder if any of these things I'm complaining about having replaced uh, class analysis are in any way related. Nope. No, they're not. He's only fucking... He's only doing this shit because if you have these kind of thoughts, you have two choices. You've got write shit books and eat them and maybe make some money in the process or argue with teenagers on a train like Paul Embry. So he's clearly (laughs) taking the, you know, the slightly more lucrative route. So... 
props well, to him on that, I guess. But I mean, like Paul Embry could also be Jordan Peterson. They're all like they're all like just fascists and open jackets. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, they're all they're all the they're same. All the same guy. Everything dickhead. everything is woke now. Everything that isn't outright fascism, that isn't outright, you know, the in group of white people must be protected and have more babies. Everything that isn't that is against the white working class who we also don't really want to save. There's only two yeah. people well, left in society. Know what? There's the good people, the good. really good people Fuck who, it. you know. Uh, the, who need to be protected? Who are the good people? Well, the good people are straight white men and, and the white working class. The bad people are women who talk, people who aren't white, immigrants, people who are LGBT plus. They are bad, and the bad people are infecting the good people and are simultaneously very strong but very weak. There's like a thing developing here yeah. that we've seen so many fucking times before. It's just the well, inchoate bullshit principles of fascism that get some money because it's really useful for very rich people. To have cunts like this on the payroll, just shitting into the discourse twenty four seven, just an endless. Well, having held all of this, I have decided that I will be joining the war on woke, on yeah. the side of woke. Yeah, I do want to do to, do t- tell you one more small anecdote because that is just just to show that he's just like personally such a fucking little twerp loser who everybody hates. Um, this was just really just just a. It put a smile back on my face, baby. This was a tweet he did. He did a de- he did a debate about whether or not the new elite is ruining Britain with between him and David Aronovich, which you know, fucking meeting of the masterminds <laughs> there. Just the titans have arrived, <laughs> Christ Almighty. Yeah, it was host stand like <laughs> hosted by the way by Alan Rushbridger, for the editor of the oh, Guardian, because fuck fucking of course, you know. Um, but afterwards, <laughs> Goodwin put out the following tweet, <laughs> just to leave you with a small sort of amusement before we leave this fucking cunt in the dust. An amuse bouche, if you will. <laughs> One of the more Quote, one of the more amusing aspects of last night's debate with David Aronovich and Alan Rushbridger is that they all went for dinner afterwards and didn't even bother to invite me, despite me giving up my time (laughs) for free to help make Prospect Magazine money. Classic new elite. (laughs) Yeah. When nobody nobody went to fucking Toby Young's birthday party. Classic young elite. (laughs) <laughs> fuck I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've been podcasting too long I keep saying the wrong words and sentences you know more than usual <laughs> classic classic new elite so. imagine being okay. too much of a whiny prick that even like David Aronovich is like fuck me I cannot be bothered with you <laughs> look you may be you may be right wing and pretending that you're one point left wing but you are in fact insufferable Maybe maybe he didn't compliment Aronovich's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's uh, uh, uh yeah. They're all the same guy, but fuck Matthew Goodwin in yeah. particular. Okay, so the next one up is Rachel Reeves. Um right, most, motion carried, up. let's move on. Yeah. Um <laughs> no. because uh, I haven't I haven't said like the, the funny words like securonomics. We didn't say securonomics earlier when talking about Rachel. Oh, no, we did not. Wow, ev- wow, everyone has been saying securonomics except people on this podcast, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Many people are saying this. Um, Such as like, securonomics. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm picturing that in like you know massive letters, like like when they say if, you know at the start of the Thunderbirds and it's filmed in Super Mario Nation. 
<laughs> Japan? Yeah, Securonomics is just rebuilding the Maginot line, but like on the on the coast of Dover. <laughs> um, yeah, Rachel Reeves is on this list because she's extremely fucking boring. Like you know oh, that that kind God. of politician that's just painfully boring. Not in a not in like a I don't want to listen to you kind of way. Although I don't fucking want to listen to her, but because her ideas are just absolutely the fucking banality of evil, the most tedious motherfucker like IBM engineer in the 40s that kind of fucking level of tedium <laughs> oh just the fucking worst um, some highlights from this year that we didn't cover uh, she launched that book this year again stop fucking doing this and <laughs> was found out by the Financial Times to be full of copy paste oh, from yeah. Wikipedia <laughs> that was yeah. so good <clears throat> Um, yeah, H-Bomb, yeah, H-bomb guy, if you're uh, uh, do your next video on that please <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the concept of fiscal discipline has been like the only thing that she can oh. say reliably the Iron Chancellor bit fucks me up because like I don't think it's maybe it's clumsily Thatcher but is it possible yeah easily Bismarck? the worst Red Alert 2 super weapon if you ask me <laughs> mm. like that's just that's just a fucking we- a weird thing to fucking compare yourself to is fucking von bismarck but all right okay um he's he's the one good german leader asterisk (laughs) (laughs) i don't know no one no one that unites all of germany can be good let's just look at everything that happened in the 90s oh what's that you just united germany Mm, bit sus yeah (laughs) (laughs) not 1991 i'm looking at you (laughs) <laughs> um, there was a Republican senator this year who applauded our policy platform because of how Reagan-esque it was <laughs> that's good uh, as hell it's good isn't it um, George Osborne and Mark Carney also think that she's quite good and has the right kinds of policy so that's great that's so good uh, just... yeah because she doesn't have any fucking policy her only policy is just like well no <laughs> no, she does. She has securonomics. <laughs> Not a real thing. Not the point. That's what she's got. She's got securonomics. And I will not be answering any questions on what that is. Um, well, I won't be asking any either, so... <laughs> guess that there's works out that... fine for both of us. <laughs> yeah, there's also that one about making the OBR independent. Um, and that's going to increase fiscal responsibility oh. regardless of what kind of government's in. As mm. if the last few years haven't taught us anything about how governments can just make up shit as they go along and there's no consequences for it, ever. Yeah, just dreadful. So, yeah, just, just she's, she's there because she's just the most banal fucking intellectual titan that British politics has to offer at the moment. Alright, who's next? Uh, The next one is me, is from me, and it's something very near and dear to my heart after I was radicalised over it last year. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. And this is a a dishonourable mention for the lad baby. Um, Oh, fuck me. (laughs) uh, So, if anyone's not familiar... 
Uh, you are blessed, and you're blessed if you yeah. if you don't know who uh, who this is. <laughs> Go it's, listen to last year's awards to like a f- really, really full explanation of these idiots. <laughs> so uh, it's a Nottingham man and his wife uh, who have been given the same bra- brain parasite as Mr. Beast, um, <laughs> but in but in a British way. Uh, basically, oh, wow, relentlessly yeah. pursuing YouTube celebrity at any cost after oh, going viral. Sorry, I. T- I need a fucking moment for that one, Alistair. Jesus Christ. Mr. Beast Esquire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... The Mr. Beast tadpole, oh. yes. I love, I love being on this podcast because periodically, like, Alistair or Rob or Jamie or David will just sit me down and, like, forcibly peel back my third eye and let me see, like, the inner spaces beyond realms and just get glimpses into the beating foul yeah, heart of this chiefly, universe. Chiefly, in this instance, it's images of fucking sausage rolls. Yeah. Yeah. So Fuck. okay, yeah. So um, relentless on, YouTube. I'm sorry, just don't mind me. I am just going away to Photoshop um, the Mister Beast grin onto a sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, basically, the 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 guy who I forget his name. No, it's not particularly interesting. Um, when viral in like 2017 16 something like that um and for some reason this meant that he had he had to as if as if spoken to by Allah himself uh would have to create a charity single every christmas for 5 years um i don't know why this is what he decided to do probably because it made him very very rich um ah me but the ele- I have fucking found a reason. easy yeah, and the alleged, the alleged motivation for this whole shit is that um, you know uh, it was it was that charity. it was all for charity. Which, yes, some of the money that they have, uh, some of the shit that they've done has raised money for charities. But um, so I don't I don't know if if any of you are familiar with Cunt and the Gang, but um, he yeah. he put it he put it very very succinctly in twenty twenty one. Uh, they made large donations to charities, including the mental health charity Mind and Cardiac Risk in the Young. We may be vulgar in the language we use to get our point across, but we would not be so vulgar as to use food banks to hawk records, increase our profit profile, or sign lucrative sponsorship deals. Let me be clear, we would not stoop to using poverty, hunger, and despair to promote our career and bolster our bank balance like we believe Lad Baby have done in this year's uh, and last year's Christmas number one campaigns. So, like... This is this is why, as far as I'm concerned, he should be he should be the absolute worst cunt because it is you know using using uh, this twee working class lad yeah. affectation um, via char- a charity as a stepping stone to like personal wealth and you know success um, and also to bring us like the most annoying fucking music that you could you will ever hear uh, to boot. <clears throat> They've also got they've also got like an extended like an extended universe uh, with with other projects uh, with titles like Live Laugh Love, and uh, you can get I also found out you can get access to bonus lad baby content for a nominal three pound fifty monthly fee. Now, granted, we charge five pounds a month for generally one or one maybe two episodes extra episodes a month, but we also don't have an estimated net worth of one point two million pounds between us. So, no. but if someone wants to give us an estimated net worth of that, just to prove us wrong, well, I can give you an estimation <laughs> if you'd like, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, yeah. just I fucking 
hate this fucking like cunt with a fucking passion because like it's just his his only fucking like talent is having shame enough to monetize something that like left to their own devices school kids would do on their own do you know what i mean like i remember at school and people like just hearing a song and going like oh i'll sing that with like stupid lyrics or whatever is it really all he's done is just replaced like rock and roll with sausage roll in a bunch of different song titles? Yeah, he, he is like, a sausage roll pervert. The, like for some, it's the for cultural some... equivalent of like machine gun and fish in a bowl. It's just fucking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Though, like, I mean, the thing is, I can remember like kids at school actually singing like like uh, I love sausage rolls. If they heard like that fucking John Jet song, do you know what I mean? That's how like that's how absolutely fucking wank and uninspired is like bit is. It's something kids have been doing for like 30 years on their own, at least. It's, <laughs> ju it's just so fucking wet. But obviously, like, it just appeals perfectly to that particularly twee fucking, like, Dino stick, you know, mm. where it's like, ah, yeah, isn't he so wacky? It's like, no, he's not. He's a fucking, he's a tedious prick. It sucks shit. Yeah, and Fuck like him making... and all who sail in him, quite frankly. <laughs> and making, like, you know millions possibly at this point pounds uh off the back of like you know charity ascent you know charity is something that is essentially a necessity in you know the, the capitalist uh -huh. system but uh you know it's not something that's yeah but it's like to be aspired they're to they're always banging on about like how they do it for the food banks and it's like yeah but who do you vote for you can't is well, it the people responsible uh, most the people yeah. most responsible for the food banks is this? Oh, weird! I think he. I think. I think. I think. I think the lad baby got um got asked that question, like, "Who do you vote for?" And he gave a very cagey answer. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Funny that. And yeah, he said, good he God, said, he did, the, the fucking picture that David endorse, has just dropped in the fucking. He did endorse <laughs> Boris Johnson, though, didn't he? No, specifically, yeah. what he said was, "I'm sure the right people got voted in." <sighs> Oh, right, right. Yeah. Casually, like, you know, passive language. So, he didn't yeah. endorse Boris Johnson. He retroactively endorsed Boris Johnson after yeah. the fact, which is somehow and worse. that picture David's posted has just made me hungry, to be honest, like. <laughs> yeah, I just I just want to add on, like, the, the, lad, the lad baby thing. So this is a conversation I had with two mates, like, last year. Um, it was the, uh, like, the fucking uh, Christmas number one that lad baby was doing last year. And one of my mates like, when will these cunts fuck off? And I said, I just don't give a shit. Like, bigger, bigger do not care for me than the World Cup. And then, um, <laughs> and then someone dropped her. It was a different interview with the cunts, uh, where they're you know sort of saying like, uh, notice that they're not the only ones that have noticed that him and his wife use food banks, hunger and mental health to hawk downloads and shit. And I just said, Jesus Christ, I've reconsidered death to the lad baby to that. And that was that's that's why we're here. <laughs> Yeah, and also, you know, at the tail end of the of this podcast, at this this year, never forget that our podcast simply also exists to air our personal beefs. Yeah, Correct. yes. I mean, what else would it be for? I think the. Do you know what I mean? It's it, we could we can we pick an absolute worst cunt, or is the real winner here sport? <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm I'm leaning Matthew Goodwin because he's just such a fucking prick, quite frankly. Yeah. Every time someone of his ilk talks about what the, like, you know what I mean, the fucking uh, white working class enjoy, I get a little bit gay just to spite them. So. 
<laughs> what do you think, David? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it is a bit too fucking difficult. Um, and I think in today's woke society, everyone can be a winner. <laughs> oh, should we, participation should we, should we, should medals we, for all. Yeah, should we just give everyone partic- everyone participation medals and we'll leave it at that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High, sp- high speed medal. You know. Yeah, that would annoy Matthew Goodwin the most, and that's why I'm for it. Okay, well, well done, everyone. You took part, and that's the most important part of these uh, yeah. these awards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're too fucking hungry and tired, so we're not going to bother with you. Fuck off. Yeah. You can go collect your prizes amidst the whirring blades we've set up for you. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so thank you very much for listening to this uh, Off The World show. We hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, we have some more stuff uh coming over the um next week or so uh keep an eye out for streams if they haven't already happened they will be soon and yeah uh we'll be back to normal shortly have a good one patreon.com forward slash cast if you want bonus episodes and discord access and yeah it's and been if too you didn't long get what i've you been want recording for, for five hours while i go to my bed yeah, and if you didn't get what you want for Christmas, because you never do, because, you know, your family's usually not very good, uh, practicecast.tmail.com. Get yourself some fine clothes. Mm. Yeah. Bye. 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 See ya. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs>